Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Huge win for counselors and their clients. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, this is a huge victory at the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals. It resides in Atlanta, Georgia, covering Georgia, Alabama, and Florida. And it's a case involving Palm Beach County and the city of Boca Raton, both of which passed laws that sought to ban counselors from providing minor clients and their families any counsel to reduce or overcome unwanted same-sex attractions, behaviors, or gender confusion. We actually won this case in a two-to-one decision at the Court of Appeals involving a violation of the First Amendment right to free speech going all the way back to the fall of 2020. But in December of 2020, Palm Beach County and the city of Boca Raton asked the Court of Appeals for an en banc review, meaning they wanted all the appellate judges, not just three, to review this decision. So we waited from December of 2020 until just now, July 2020-2022, is when they finally had their ruling on this, and the Court of Appeals declined to review, therefore allowed the decision to stand. This is a huge mm -hmm. victory. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the details of it, but this is a major victory. Holly, this is the Absolutely. first of its kind in the nation striking down these laws that ban counselors and clients from receiving counsel regarding unwanted same-sex attractions, behaviors, or gender confusion. Right, and just shows that perseverance in the courts pays off. You know, our clients, Dr. Robert Otto and Dr. Julie Hamilton, both are in Florida, and we represent them and their minor clients. And these two counselors, just as if you would go to a counselor for any kind of other issue, they help these minors who are struggling with same-sex attractions, behaviors, thoughts, whatever, to get to the root of what they're dealing with, to the root of their struggle. And these clients come to them voluntarily. And you know, as we've said before, a counselor is like a GPS. It guides you to your goal. And that's exactly what they've been doing. They're not forcing anything on them as the uh, activists would try to like to portray. Yeah, you know, they try to portray that these are individuals that come in and these counselors want to force them to change when right. they don't want to change. They call it and, conversion therapy. Yeah. Which is not a term that is right. even used in counseling, but it's a pejorative term. So they come up with this idea that you drag some minor into the counseling and you tell the minor, sit here and listen. The counselor is going to now redirect you to a place that you don't want to go. Right. Well, first of all, counselors are banned from doing that by virtue of their counseling ethical codes. Counselors are banned from overriding the will of the client. They are there to listen to the client and find out what the client's issues are, what their stressors are that are causing them stress, right. and then trying to resolve that stress in their life. It is the client's right to self-determination. Right. They set the direction and the objective, and they have a right to seek the counselor of their choice. I mean, the client pays the counselor to help. And they seek certain counsel from certain individuals that have certain expertise. 
And if you have a client that comes in that's struggling with unwanted same-sex attraction behavior or they're having gender confusion and they want to overcome that and they want to align that struggle with their overall arching worldview and, and uh, religious beliefs in many cases, mm -hmm. they have a right to be able to do that. They're like a GPS. It's kind of like going into a car. You then punch in the direction where you want to go and your GPS guides you to that direction, looks for different kinds of traffic patterns, guides you through tolls or non-tolls, whatever you select, however you make that selection, and then it gets you to that ultimate destination. Right. That's your decision. The GPS is there to help you reach your ultimate determination. Because there's a root cause of this behavior. Somebody doesn't just wake up one day and say, you know, I'm attracted to the same gender. There's a root cause. Maybe it's abuse or, you know, trouble with a parental relationship or something that's happened to them that is causing this manifestation of behavior. Oftentimes, more often, particularly in males that have same-sex mm -hmm. attractions, there is that particular root cause, and it could be abuse. It could be other kinds of domination. Or lack of father, love. Putting down the male component of that particular individual person might be more involved in arts rather than in sports and the father wants you to be involved in sports not in arts and so puts down all oh, you're never going to win you're never going to be anything brings in a negativity to that person's uh, personality and of course with the LGBT agenda they're pushing on these kids in schools it's going to encourage them it that encourages way. it and it could be sexual molestation that's a very high percentage of people who begin you know you start to peel back the layers um, and it's a lot of times a sexual exploitation, particularly with boys. Mm -hmm. And then they have these unwanted, unwanted attractions. They don't want them, so they want to overcome them. And a counselor can help them get to root causes, but whatever the counselor does has that right of the counselor and the client to be able to talk about the client's objective. For example, even in gender confusion, the vast majority, 80 plus percent of minors who have gender confusion, namely, for example, a boy that wants to or begins to think that they want to identify as a girl, vice versa, 80 plus percent grow out of that and become comfortable with their birth gender, the birth sex, without any counseling or intervention whatsoever. Right. I mean, they've done studies to show that, say, a little boy would naturally, you know, go toward maybe trucks or cars to play with. And then naturally, the, the girl usually draws toward dolls and whatnot. But it's not totally abnormal if they do the opposite. If a boy wants to play with a doll, it's not a big deal. So when somebody goes through this gender confusion, especially in schools now that want to uh, say, you know, you don't need to select your gender, just uh, wait, uh, you can choose whatever you want to, just like your career. You know, your career, you don't need to know what your career is at age seven, but you don't need to know what your gender is at age seven, just you can choose whatever you want to. When you start to indoctrinate kids like that, mm -hmm. we've had clients who have counselors and families where the minors are suicidal because they're struggling with these kinds of unwanted attractions mm -hmm. and confusion, and then they seek counsel because they come to their parents confiding in them that they're having these struggles. The parents then find a counselor of their choice. We've had lots of testimonies where these individuals, counseling like that has saved their lives right. and helped them to live a, a good and normal, uh, peaceable life. These laws say you can only affirm and push somebody toward an LGBT agenda, towards identifying, having 
plastic surgery to make yourself look like the opposite sex. You can't do it the other way. Instead of the activist, you know, acknowledging that they have issues, they want to bring others into their arena to affirm themselves. So in this particular case, when they asked for this review, uh, Judge Grant, Judges uh, Branch and Lagoa, they wrote a concurring opinion, concurring and expressing agreement with the denial of review, reaffirming the fact that this is a First Amendment issue. In fact, two of those three were actually the ones who wrote the original very solid decision striking down these laws under the First Amendment. There were four judges that wrote a 78-page dissent, and then they dumped in about 300-plus pages of non-record kinds of information to say that this case should have been reviewed and reversed. We don't know whether the other side will ask the U.S. Supreme Court to take this case, but our goal has always been to get one of these back to the U.S. Supreme Court, strike down these laws all across the country, because the Supreme Court a few years ago actually made a statement regarding the two original cases, which were our cases, Pickup versus Brown, and then the King case out of New Jersey, Pickup out of California, King out of New Jersey. Those went the wrong way on this issue, and the Supreme Court abrogated them, saying that there is no such thing as professional speech that has less protection. So this is a great decision. It is sending and will send shockwaves through the community that wants to ban this kind of life-saving counsel. Continue to pray for this case, and our clients, we're working with many counselors across the country that are facing similar restrictions either on the state level or on the local level, but this is a great decision knocking down these dominoes one after another until all of these laws are destroyed across the country by virtue of they're violating the First Amendment right to freedom of speech. For more information, visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org. That's lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776. Become an active partner of Liberty Council and make a difference in your community and across the nation. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org.